0: Hey what's up everyone it's Latif and welcome to the good night freestyle podcast and this is episode 392. hoping you guys are doing swell this evening uh what is it tuesday tuesday night january i think it's the 26th um 2021 midst of the pandemic uh my kind of night. Cool, pretty foggy, everything's wet. I I like it. I don't know why I like it. I really don't. I think I just like the the vibe. It's spooky though. So like, if I was living like in the woods or something, I don't think I would come outside. It would be like, it will be a damn wolf waiting for me out here. That's how this shit looks looks like. This is like wolf, wolf territory right now. So it's one of those. But I I live in a subdivision, it's pretty, Pretty populated, um, however, if, if I start screaming, I don't think anybody's gonna hear me because people over here just mind their own business. So, um, and they're old. So I have a lot of old people, a couple old people. I don't think they're gonna hear me at all. Um, but I'm on the driveway, it feels good out here. It's not cold, I was a little concerned. I don't wanna, I got this cold, don't want this thing to Trying to get it, Trying to nurse it. Um, yesterday around 5 p.m., freaking internet like there was an outage in the neighborhood so no internet no uh no wi-fi which means that if i wanted to watch a movie in the living room i couldn't i would have to go watch cable i hate cable i don't watch cable i can't stand cable i like netflix i like amazon i like youtube uh i don't like any of these other ones um so five o'clock it went out and just pisses me off it's like come on man like where I live is crazy because sometimes I've gone, you know, with no internet, with no you know, cable, um, with no electricity, like the electricity, they usually get on in a couple of hours, but we can go a couple of hours with no electricity. And it seems to always happen in the middle of the day. Never happens at night when we won't even need it. However, there, there are surges because sometimes I get up in the morning and uh, the clock is flashing or, <clears throat> or my computer has, uh, restarted itself, so it's in the area where I have to, uh, type in the password to get in, so, um, but yeah, man, so yesterday went out by 5 o'clock, and meanwhile I'm working on some stuff and I need access to the internet or I might as well just stop working, it was like, I did everything I can do without the internet and it, that was very limited, you know? That's the only thing with, like, nowadays, we rely so much on the Internet. At least I do. There's there's a lot of people that can still function without the Internet because they're not really into it. They don't really... Me, I've got tons of programs. I got, you know, apps on my phone, even though my phone was fine uh, because I was using my phone service, and that was fine. But I can't do things on my phone. Like, people say, well, you know, back in the days, I could have like book shows through my phone. I don't like to. I don't like to. Um, I could have set up my phone to do all my business around the phone. But the thing is, I would always be away only on the weekends. So a lot of times I would tell people, okay, cool. Monday morning, let's do it. I'll get a green light. Monday morning, I'll get you the paperwork. I never remember losing a deal because of that. It's never happened. So... Now, if I was going to be gone, you know, for a week or whatever, but at that point, I'll probably bring my laptop and just do my work like that. But, uh, yeah, I don't even, uh, I have not not even use, I don't even have need for a printer. I have a printer because me personally, like, I don't need it specifically for work. Um, But what I, a lot of times I do is I'll print stuff that I need. Sometimes it might be. A graphic or a diagram that I'm f i am I might be working on something and so I'm still old school when it comes to that. I need to like take it off of out of the computer and kind of put it on the table on my desk and like take a pencil and kinda of, you know just take notes around and kind of just to have clarity. I also have a couple of whiteboards. <coughs> I do a lot of work on the whiteboards as well. <clears throat> um but um but yeah I need my computers man. I need my computers. You know, when I first got involved in computers, I would have to say it was about, I would say maybe 1993, when I first like really, really got involved in computers. And um, if you guys are freestyle fans and you're familiar with the group, with the act um, fascination, why you want to go, why you want to take your life, why you want to go? Okay, well, her manager, well, her, it was her ex-manager at that point, Manny Garcia. Um, he also had, um, I think he worked with Lydia, Lydia Lee Love. Um, he did quite a few things. And um, he was one of the most active managers that I knew at that time in the market. And I remember him showing me his contracts of a couple thousand dollars that he would make for the artist, which was really impressive back then. It's actually impressive now. However, I've uh, I've done I've done hundreds of thousands of those. I know you guys are hearing somebody's uh, alarm just went off. Of course, that's because I'm on the podcast. They said, "Okay, let's set the alarm off now." Okay, here we go. Anyway, um, so anyway. Manny Garcia was a name that I used to hear a lot when I first came home from prison. I started working with um, um, a producer named Michelangelo. He was a musician. My mother used to love this guy. He was great. He was a great musician. He used to sing. My mother said that he reminded her um, of, uh, of Lionel Richie. He was a Puerto Rican guy. And um, before I went away... Uh, I remember selling him a couple of items, and you know, I think about it now, he kind of, we were good friends, man, and he, I think he kind of took advantage of me a little bit, maybe, maybe not, you know what, I can't even say that, because I was trying to sell equipment, and he knew I was going to sell it no matter what, so I guess he bought it, Uh, I guess I'm glad that he bought it, instead of someone else buying it, but, um, We had a really good relationship. We did um, the song Children of the World together. I wrote it, and he did all the music. And then when we did Lil Susie's Get Up, um, the, second, um, the second production, because the first production of Get Up for Little Susie, I did. And that was a song, for those who don't know, that was never released. Um, and if you read any of my bios or some of my old stories, you can learn about uh, that song Get Up. And Susie used to perform it at a lot of her shows. But anyway. So I used to hang, a lot, hang out a lot with uh, Michelangelo, and I met Michelangelo, um, wow, it's so funny, because I met Michelangelo during the production of Get Up, and him and I remained working together. And um, I did a lot of writing, and I would sing, and he would play, and we would go into his, uh, he worked for Mount Sinai Hospital, and we would meet up, and we would go to his yeah, little home studio, and we would do stuff, and we would put stuff together. And he used to always talk about Manny Garcia, who also worked over there, but I didn't know who Manny was. But I heard about him. I, I mean, I knew who Manny was, but I never—I had never met him. And um, <clears throat> I was kind of excited to meet him. I remember when Manny came over to the house, his house for the first time, which was the first time I ever met him. and. I remember being pretty impressed, because here's a guy that was you know, also in the business. It wasn't Lil Susie in the camp that I was, gro- I, I was grown accustomed to. Um, so this was someone outside of my immediate circle who was busy, who was actually active in the business. And um, we ended up doing, uh, doing some songs together. And if you guys look on my Facebook, you'll see a picture of me in a studio with a few other people, where Manny Garcia is one of the guys in that picture. Anyway, we became really, really good friends. And and this was all after when I came home from prison. But anyway, um, Manny was an entrepreneur, like myself. But he was a little different. Like, Manny would go and he would maintain his job and he would take his money and put his money into whatever he was doing or he would get investors, he was lucky, people liked him. So people didn't mind investing cash or giving him a location. He got all this. Um, I never asked people for money. I never asked anyone for, any, for anything. I, um, I always figured it out. If I didn't have a space to work from, I created a space, whether it was in one of my rooms or whatever the case may be. Like now it's in the garage, but I do that out of convenience. Um, I think I will always work out of my house. No reason for me to work anywhere else. Um, <coughs> but anyway, um, as we continued on, all right, we, um, Manny had this idea of putting together a computer school. Now, Manny was the first person I knew that was like really, really good with computers, okay? And back then, we were just using regular, uh, regular IBM computers, I think it was like DOS, it was all DOS. If you guys know, a lot of you guys won't even know what DOS is, but it was DOS, um, Lotus, one two three, Word Perfect, 5.0 or 5.1, I think it was 5.0. And Manny wants to open up the school called Computer Society of New York. And him and I had a... Uh, Another thing we had in common is we, we both knew a publisher. Her name was Susan Bader. Susan Bader was involved with Little Susie way in the beginning. I'm talking about before anybody even knew, or even me. She was like three years old. So, again, we had this small circle, like this six degrees of separation that that played, that played a role in, in our relationship. And the lady Susan Bader's DSM Pro- Productions... Um, Again, she was a publisher, and what she used to do is she used to get music and add it to movies. So I had a couple things that we did. um, One song in particular, if you guys ever find it, it's called A Rat's Tale. It's like a sort of, um, it's almost like an anime, but it was made with puppets, and it was from Warner Brothers. (coughs) And I did a rap um, for that movie called um, The Money's in the Vault. If you guys ever get a chance, find that. If you do get the, the copy of the, I would love to have a copy. I don't think they have it on CD, but I would love to get a copy of it. And um, that was the first time I think I made, like... No, before that, I made money off Susie's. Uh, did, did I make money off Susie already? I don't even remember. But um, I, Susan Beta might have been the first one that I made. I made, like, 500 bucks from that. And um, anyway... Uh, so Susan... Allowed Manny to take the back office, so she had a big office in Manhattan on 54th and I think that was Seventh Avenue. Beautiful spot, prime location. Um, I think it was Carnegie Hall right up the block. Um, I can't believe that where I worked. Like I'm, I've been out in New York so much that I I, I I think about these times and I kind of envy it a little bit. But however, it wasn't that bright. It was kind of dark because I was I was hustling. I was young. Adam was little. My son was like three years old, uh, and um, so Manny opened up the school and he started, you know, teaching me on the fly how to use these computers. I remember we used to change the motherboards. I didn't know what the hell that was. He would open up the computer, say, "We're gonna take out these screws. Take this whole piece. We don't, we don't change the little transistors. What we do is we change the whole, the whole piece." And so he will open it up. We will take this whole piece out. He'll have a new page, he's screwed in, turn on the computer. He would teach me how to do it, and then he would teach classes on how to basics, on the basics of computers. (coughs) I think he used to charge like, I don't know, $60. And my job was, in the beginning, was marketing. So he used to do the flyers, and I used to go over to like the New York Public Library, and I used to give out the flyers there. It was so funny because I really didn't know how to do anything with the computer. Like I was just learning. Right now, I can do basically anything with any program. Uh, um, So I remember once in a while, people used to ask me, you know, yeah, 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 I know how to use that. I know how to do that, you know? know? Because I used to get a lot of business people. So I remember Manny telling me one time, he says, yeah, if anybody tells you that, tell them, okay, so what's the, what are the steps to, to bold, to do a bold? Okay, right now we all know how to bold. Right? So, so I said, I still didn't know how to bold. <laughs> so <coughs> the guy said, I tell this guy, it was a guy in a suit, he looked like he might have been a financial dude. He's with his people, white guy. He goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, I, I, know, I know how to do that because he took my fly. He goes, yeah, yeah I know how to use that. I said, so tell me, what's the steps to bold? And he actually told me the steps. And this is the funny thing: is that I don't know if the steps he told me were right. <laughs> so then he told me, he he goes through the steps. I'm like, oh, okay, okay. He goes, and he tells me how to do something. And I just looked at him and I just walked away because I couldn't answer the question. I remember going back to Manny and say, yo, I can't do that like that. I need to know how to run these machines. And we used to, they didn't have a Photoshop. They had one called Print Shop. Very simple program, you make shapes and shit like that, and and I remember sitting there and, and playing with it, um, but I used to sit there and answer the phones while he used to teach, he used to teach the classes, and then when the time came and he ended up closing down, uh, it was so funny because we were so at the front, of, the, we were at the cutting edge of technology, like I was there, I, w- I was a part of that, you know, I look at some of these people that were, doing computers in the early 2000s and, you know, and they're they're freaking, you know, they ran with it. And meanwhile, I'm learning this stuff in the the early 90s, very early. Like, people people didn't even own computers yet. Like, it wasn't something you found in the home. But anyway, we ended up closing down uh, um, the school. And um, by that time, the computers were starting to really be advanced to the point where the computers we had were really going obsolete. There wasn't really much you can do. You can take them and manipulate them and add stuff and kind of get them up at the same time. It was cheaper to just get a new one. Um, And I remember Manny say, hey, you want these computers? And he gave me, I think it was something like 15 computers. And I don't know how I did it, but I I got those computers, I got those computers home um, and I remember from there, um, I started to sell them. I set up like a couple in my house and I started to sell these computers to people. I remember I, I traded, I sell one for 500. I sold one for a sampler. I sold one for another piece of equipment, you know? So I was like building a studio um, with these computers and I would I would make money. Um, uh, and And it was just crazy because and then Manny wind up giving me also a laptop. He gave me, like, my first laptop. So like all my first computers I got from him. Uh, one of my first cell phones I got from him. My first BlackBerry I got from him. Like, Manny hooked me up. He's always, always, always hooked me up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that dude, that's why that dude will always be a special dude in my life. So, um, but, um, but, yeah, you know, and ever since that time, I've always been, I've always had computers. Computers have actually become... An extension and more so than a phone now, I have a have an iPhone I have an iPhone 11 but I use it for my apps I use it just to to scroll I'd use it of course for my Instagram for my TikToks. Um I always have a cell phone I believe but computers computers are my shit. <laughs> anybody who does not have a computer, I um I advise you to get a computer and uh and learn it. Learn it. Let me know what you want to learn and I'll tell you where to start. <coughs> but learn computers. because uh, they're always gonna be around. And um but yeah, yeah, so uh and that's why even today, you know, it's hard for me without my computer I feel like my hands are tied, like I can't get anything done, I don't, I'm very, very handicapped without my computer. My kids always used computers, Erica's had a few computers already. (coughs) She does, she uses everything, iPhone, iPad, everything. Um, Adam was pretty good with computers, Um, but yeah, computers are my lifeblood, I always, I always need them. And I buy uh, PCs, I don't do Macs guys, just so you know. Uh, The reason being, Macs are like, you know, you get a decent Mac for like three grand. Whereas I could get a decent PC for like a G, maybe less. Um, I like the PCs because I know how to change them. I know how to fix them. I know how to boot them up. I know how to do so. You have to be careful with viruses. uh, But unless you're going on crazy sites, that's why I tell people all the time just don't go on no crazy sites. If you like to watch porn, you might want to get a different computer for that. uh, Because um, they will send a virus back to your your computer and I can't afford my computer to get all uh, screwed up, you know? Um sometimes I'll do uh <coughs> 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 sorry guys <coughs> sometimes um I'll go on like a YouTube down- downloader because I'm downloading um something but I go to the same one all the time. The only thing it, it spits uh um uh, browsers like in order to use it, you have to like pull their browser, and once you pull pull their browser, they sell advertising to like porn sites and stuff like that. So you'll see little pop-ups. So what you gotta do is, as soon as I as uh, soon as I download the videos that I want from YouTube, I have to delete the entire uh, browser, or well, now I constantly get uh, pop-ups, and it kind of sucks when you're standing in there and your wife's standing there. You get a, a, a porno pop-up, and she's like, what the hell are you watching? I said, I'm not watching. I'm not watching. It comes with the package. So. <coughs> 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 oh, sorry, guys. It's just I'm, I'm uh, pacing back and forth on the driveway. Um, but anyway, all right, guys. I'm going to cut it, cut, uh, cut it, cut shut down. I was going to say cut it short. It's not short. I'm past 20 minutes. But, um. Anyway, be safe. It was always good speaking with you guys. Thanks for everything. I appreciate you. Stay safe. And until tomorrow, good night freestyle. Before I lay me down to sleep, I pray to hear a freestyle beat. For if I die before I wake, I hope to make it to the break.